Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Edgison, and we are here on Monday, June 27th. Yesterday was my birthday. Yesterday, I turned 41, and I had an annual golf trip that I do in Wisconsin every year last weekend with about 25 guys, a lot of people from college. It's always a good time. It's pretty much the highlight of my year. And I, I have three annual golf trips. Sometimes there's a fourth one. I like to golf. I can't say that I'm all that great at it. I do golf in the 90s and golfed in the 80s, but that's a rarity for me. But they're just fun weekends. So like, you know, I just love putting things on the calendar. And if if you're like me, if you don't put it on the calendar, it doesn't happen. So I am scheduling these things with my friends and same thing with scheduling trips with family and stuff. You got to get out in front of that, put it on the schedule. Hey, I hope you liked that episode last week with Spencer Greer. He had mentioned I stopped reading five-star reviews for my book, Dental Practice Hero on Amazon. So I'm going to read one. This is from Dr. Shelley R. She said, this book gave a great guide on how to take your practice to the next level. I will highly recommend this since not only do you get stuck in the setting goals, but it proved to be a guide on how to implement and achieve these goals. Grateful to Dr. Etchison for taking the time to write this book. Thank you so much, Dr. Shelley. Very much appreciate that. Hey, I got 95 reviews on this book. Is there any chance one of y'all that read it could get on Amazon and get me to 100? That'd be awesome if that happened this week. I'd be really, really excited. And I would read your name on my next solo episode in two weeks. So get on there and do it for me. Please, 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 please. Uh, much thanks in advance. All right, today I want to talk about something. We have a Slack page. And if you don't know what Slack is, it's very similar to like a Facebook, like a private Facebook group. But this is what we use to communicate with our team. There's different channels for front desk, for doctors. There's ones for hygienists, like all different departments. There's one for announcements. There's another page for recognition when we want to like publicly recognize somebody for doing something great. But one of my hygienists posts something today. And she posted a picture of one of the walls in an operatory which had some like blood splatter on it. And we had a specialist in last week. And on Saturday, we just started a new endodontist. And if he's got some unrestorable teeth, he will take them out. And that's what he did. And as far as I know, nobody was murdered, but there was a nice blood splatter on the wall, which made me start to think about the thing is, is that how important is our presentation in the office? And, and not just talk about blood splatter, because we know I tell my team, blood spatter, oh my gosh, we need to spot check every room because this is my hygienist finding this. Now, what if a patient found that? What if they post that to a local mom's group? What if they post that to a local Facebook group? You know, this is your reputation on the line and seeing is believing. When people come into your office and they look around and they see how tidy it is, they see how clean it is, they see how orderly the chairs are. And if all the rugs are perpendicular to each other, all these little things, though you don't think they matter, they do. And that's why these big marketing companies, they put a lot of time into packaging. Like when they make a product, they put it into the packaging and the packaging always gets redesigned. It can't be like one set and done because it's got to look new. It's got to look fresh. So does your office. So what I want you to think about is what are you doing at your office that could enhance the presentation as you present to your patients? Because one thing that we constantly get on our five-star reviews is people say, oh my gosh, the staff is so nice. You know, they're so great. They're so professional, things like that. But people say it's very clean and, and we do have a very clean office. I tell everyone on my team, if you use that washroom, you know, there's always water on the sink. There's always some splatter 
from water and soap on the mirror, wipe it down. You know, take a little towel and if you dry off your hands, wipe off like the toilet flusher. If you see some toilet paper on the floor, pick it up. If someone goes and drops a mad duke in there, I'm not above cleaning that. If you see it, clean it up because all these things make a difference. And it's how we present ourselves and how we present our office is a reflection of our work. It's a reflection of like, you know, just I think it's an inner reflection of us and how much we believe in the details. I always say spot check every single room before you bring the patient back. And that means the hangers that you hang on your delivery unit. That means the floor. I don't want a patient coming back with anything on the floor. I don't want a patient coming back if the stair, for instance, in this wintertime, for those of you that live up north, you know how it is when they salt the roads. There is salt and it gets all over our chairs. Our chairs are black. I want that wiped down. Now, is it dirty? Is someone going to lay their head on it? No, they're going to put their feet on it and they're going to screw it up just like the person before did. But it matters. What about where the chairs are when you come into the operatory? Sometimes we just let them spin and land where they land and then we bring in the patient. And sometimes we have to move it out of the way to let the patient in or we have to slide it over so we can sit in front of the patient. What if we just put it where it belongs? We put it so that it doesn't have to be moved. And we put it so it's in a place where we can go and sit on it. So, and it also looks, the room looks nice. You come in, everything looks orderly. So don't miss out on those details. And you can explain this to your team. You can talk to your team about it, but it also involves you walking around and catching it. You know, walking by a room, be like, hey, I don't want a patient in this room until that floor is better. That's not okay. Hey, I, I want to make sure when we bring the patients back that those chairs are in the right place. Hey, when I, when I noticed that this wasn't really straight on the counter, you didn't have the instruments lined up all straight and stuff, you can get as anal as you want. I know there's like, you know, I talked about buttercups at some point. We have to decide what hills we are willing to die on. But I assure you, just like anything else management-wise with the practice, is that if it's important to you, it will become important to the team. And I think this should be important to you because it makes a difference to the patients. Now, how does the, how do the patients come in my office and say that we're so clean, we're so sterile, we're all this and that? I mean, do they know how often we're like scrubbing the floors, how often we're doing the baseboards, all that stuff? They don't know how often it's happening. But what I'm saying is that they're making a judgment on the presentation that we provide to our patients. So they're making that judgment. So we need to put our best foot forward with that. And that means walk down your hallways. Walk past your sterile, walk past that supply closet. If that door's open, oh man, you better shut it. You got to look at what are the patients seeing because every single thing that they see, they're using to formulate a judgment about your office. So what is the presentation? Sit down, look at it. You know, one thing that we do every now and then is we do what we call musical chairs where we all sit in different areas of the office. We sit in quiet for about three minutes in each spot. We don't go through every spot because we have a huge team, 40 plus people. We don't need that many Everybody doesn't need to go through every spot. We could just do three switches. But everybody will write down what they see. That might be an event that needs to be dusted. That might be something, a fly up in the light. That might be something on the baseboards. It might be some paint touch-ups that you need. This is regular maintenance, and this is affecting the presentation. So go around, do this exercise with your team, and then make a master list and just hammer it out. If you don't feel like hammering it out, have a handyman or somebody come in and hammer it out for you or a handy woman, whatever you, I know I'm trying to be more woke-ish with that, I guess. My whole point being is that this stuff matters from the way the office smells to the way it looks, to the way it sounds, to, you know, the everything, the way it feels, your blankets, your toilet paper, things like that. All these little details add up to big results. 
and they're not hard to control. This is the stuff we can control. We need to control what we can control. It's very easy to control these things. What's hard to control is the human interactions that happen between the patients and your team. So if you can control something as easy as just making it presentable, why the heck wouldn't you? I'm going to leave you on that. I hope you're having a great summer. Man, it has been hot as hell in Chicago. I can't believe it because it was one of the coolest and longest winters that I can remember. But all of a sudden, uh, we got this heat wave. And I think most of the U.S. got this heat wave, too. So we had heat wave round one, and we're going through round two right now. I'm not complaining. I love the heat. Make it hot. Make it humid. I don't care. I want to sweat. I want to use my pool. I want to be outside. I love those summer nights when it's just like maybe like 80 degrees, 78 degrees. It just feels so good. So I hope you're having a great summer. We will talk to you next time.